This is episode 348. What if what you think you're angry about is actually not what you're angry about? With Rose. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hope I caught your attention with that title. Very interesting, powerful episode today. My guest has a lot of anger at her sister that she just hasn't been able to shake, and she's done a ton of work on it. How often do we hear that on the show, right? We've done a ton of work on this, and I can't shift it. I know a lot of you feel that way. You're not alone. And what we get to in the coaching, and I won't go too much into it because I don't want to spoil it, is she's actually not angry at her sister. So the thing about anger is that it needs an exit route. And it's a, it's a massive, anger and rage is a huge, huge energetic weight. And it needs a way to get out. So it will leak out as irritability. It will leak out in addictions. It will leak out at other people, aggression. It will leak out by just being angry at ourselves. We can spend so much energy holding it down that we get depressed, or we might just direct it at someone who's kind of an easy scapegoat, but isn't actually the person that we're enraged about. And all this will become a lot more clear when you listen to my session with Rose. And as always, remember, you can get my free anger release process. That's an excerpt from Expectation Hangover at christinehassler.com slash anger release. So as you are listening to the show, consider, do you have a sibling or someone in your family that you're just so mad at and you can't shake it no matter how much work you do? Do you ever struggle with jealousy or envy or wish that you could have had someone else's life? Did you have a parent that you were so loyal to But then as an adult, you question why, like it really didn't turn out that well to be so loyal to that parent. And do you have a hard time expressing your rage? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Rose. Rose, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. So I have been always struggling with my relationship with my sister. I grew up with like a really seemingly great family. I know about how that goes, but I just was really enmeshed with my dad and we kind of formed sides against her growing up. And I don't even know how, what happened. She felt like the black sheep, but I just feel like I was always angry at her growing mm-hmm. up. Like I'm older and I called her in, like I'm the one who asked for her to be born. And yet I've always felt like a deep anger towards her. And, but yeah, I love her so much and it just, I don't get it. And I still feel that charge towards her even now. And I try not to, I try to Mm -hmm. like toxic positivity and everything. I'm just trying all these years, but she can feel the anger. I just don't know what I've done all. I feel like I've done all the work. I've read Mm -hmm. all the books and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have a really hard time with anger, but I don't even know what it is about. Like, it feels like such a deep rage and more than just like, Oh, she showed up and was more special. It just feels deeper. And I don't Mm. understand. Do you think she's more special? Yeah, actually sometimes Mm. I actually, yeah, it does. I feel like she's seen all the time and I'm not. Yeah, it does feel like that. But mm. I don't rem- the weird thing is when she was born, I was so excited. I don't remember feeling that way. They kept asking me, "Are you jealous yet?" And I was like, "No, I'm happy." And I just I don't understand through the years I just 
I just was always mad at her and I always took it out on her. I was always nice slash very easy with everybody else. I didn't have, I was a great friend. And yet with her, it's like, I took out all my frustration on her. I feel so guilty. Mm, What were you so frustrated about as a child? As a child, I feel like I just, I feel like I never felt seen. Like, I feel like I was already kind of intuitive and quiet and felt so much deeply. But before she was born, that was so valued. And then she was born and she's like so opposite. She's so huge and she's just big and she's Mm -hmm. big on like such a big level. And now, and she's always been like that. And I just feel like the bigger she is, the more I just go off into the shadows. Mm. And I know that's not her fault, but it's like, I don't know how to stop doing that. And I feel like it's her fault Mm -hmm. that I'm like this. And it's, I know it's not true, but I feel like she takes my oxygen in the room. And it feels like embarrassing to say that. Mm. It matters so much. Yeah. 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 Well, and I hear the shame. I really, really do. But I just want to validate that this, this is probably a multi level thing. There's probably some karmic past life stuff going on here too, which we can talk about a little bit later, but we, we won't get anywhere if you judge yourself. Right. So Mm -hmm. this is very real. You're here Mm -hmm. owning it, right? Mm -hmm. You're here wanting Mm -hmm. to shift it. And that's Mm -hmm. amazing. And it is hard to feel like you grow up in somebody's shadow and to feel it's very jarring to feel like your gifts were appreciated And then someone came along who was just bigger or brighter in some way, and you kind of got put on the wayside. So all your feelings are valid. It's totally okay. Just a couple questions for you. Mm -hmm. Have you had conversations with her about this? I have, but she's really angry. She has this weird narrative that I was mean to her growing up, and I don't feel I was. I just was passive aggressive, and I just didn't include her a lot. I was older, and I was a normal older sister who just – got annoyed a lot. We'd play, but, but she has this narrative and I agreed with her for years. Cause I just wanted to be her friend again, but it's just not true. And so I feel angry that I've like written the contract. And so every time I try and sit down with her, it feels like this narrative comes up and I just want to be like, it's not true. Right. But you have a narrative too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and each of your narratives is true according to you. Yeah. And yeah. that could have felt mean. Passive yeah. aggressiveness and not including someone is it can feel really mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I just feel mad that I feel like my parents, my mom feels like she blames me now. She harps on me if I even have anything against my sister just between the two of us. I just want to vent. She's like protecting her. And I'm like, but I just feel like, why didn't you tell me growing up then that I was, you know, she's like, you weren't the best. We were growing up. I'm like, well, why didn't you stop me? You're the parent. Like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel, I thought I was being a great older sister and I was a normal kid. And I think I was, I just, I don't know. I feel mad about that too. I feel like and my dad isn't here anymore. And so he would take my side, which is I'm so unhealthy, but I feel like now no one understands me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and I'm so compassionate. So I see her side, but I feel like I see her side of a fault where I don't see mine anymore. And now I'm just enraged. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to also understand my side. And I feel like mm-hmm. I don't do that. And what do you do with all that rage? I just swallow it. Like I'm so, my dad was always really scary growing up. Great man, but also explosive like alcoholics, but not, he was just always quitting smoking and up and down. And I, I became, I fawned a lot. And so I'm just really afraid of anger and I never felt like, okay with it. So it's like, I just swallow it. Okay. And you know, that's not super great, right? I know. And it's so hard. And it just makes you more angry. 
Yeah. And then I just stuff it in and then people can sense it. And then I'm so aware of people's energy and I want to hurt them. So then I swallow it more and it's like, I don't know what to do. Well, you probably do. You just may not want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there's a couple things that you know that I'm just going to remind you of. Yeah. The first is to let the rage out. Yeah. The first is to give you, let yourself have an anger burn, let yourself have a temper tantrum, write fuck you letters that you never mail. Yeah. Like get the rage and the anger out because oftentimes we have just rage and anger just by being a human being on the planet. And we direct it at certain people and we become, become obsessive yeah. about like certain people. And it seems like you're just kind of really hooked into to her and your mom and just not feeling, again, just coming back to not feeling seen and appreciated as a child. And underneath that rage is a lot of hurt. Mm-hmm. But it's got to get out because otherwise you'll just stay in the story. Yeah. You'll just stay in the story of it. Yeah. And from, let's just elevate a little bit from a soul perspective. Mm-hmm. What sacred contract do you think you have with your sister? What do you think Mm. she's teaching you in this lifetime? I've always felt like she's here to teach me to be really big and expansive. My dad was never okay with us being big and she got battered by him. Like she was the black sheep and I was the favorite because I appeased him. And, but I feel like she's teaching me to be big and to be myself. And Mm -hmm. I have like a rage against that. It's like, I just get enraged by that. And it's like, by what? By, I don't, it, feels like she's teasing me and taunting me with her bigness, mm-hmm. but I know the it's, she's here to teach me to be like unapologetically big. Well, yeah. unapologetically big or you? Or me. Like, yeah. It's, it's me. Cause she really has always been herself more than almost anyone I know. Right. And that triggered my dad. And right. so I feel shame as in like, she was herself. And I feel like I was the crippled weak. I chose the weak route. And I know that's not true, but I also feel like anger at that, like she's the strong one and she, she chose her own path and I was the people pleaser. Yeah. Which may be true. You both chose your path, but I bet if I was talking to her, mm-hmm. she'd probably talk about how isolating it was and how lonely she felt Yeah, and how she f- wanted her dad's love and she felt like she didn't get that and she definitely yeah. have her her side yeah. in this. But can you see that there's an attachment you have to s- the story and staying angry about this? Yeah. Like it really kind of gets you riled up. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's the payoff to that? I get to feel right. Like it gives me kind of a sense of power. Like, yes, it feels, Mm -hmm. I actually feel powerful with it. Mm. Um, Yeah. It's weird. I feel powerful almost like a Mm -hmm. dark way. And I feel like I have a right, like a righteousness, like I'm right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, it justifies my anger. Oh, okay. I feel like it's like, that's the reason it justifies it. Mm -hmm. And what is holding on to the anger protect you from? It feels like a ball of yarn that I'm afraid to undo. I feel like she's not even, I feel like she's a scapegoat. It's not even really about her. I feel like I'm just angry about something. And I feel like the anger is keeping me from unraveling into what's really going on, which probably was happening before she even showed up. Right. So just close your eyes for a moment Yeah. and just feel into that anger and tell me if you feel it anywhere specific in your body. I feel like in my chest and like my stomach area. Yeah. Okay. So just go into that and describe it. Like if it has like a texture or a shape or a sound that would go with it, describe it the best you can from like a feeling place. It feels like loose and slippery and like 
warm and scary because it's like unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It feels like soft and really fragile and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And like, so let that emotion come up. Yeah. It feels like, like I just want to scream and like, just, I just want to say like, why? Because I feel like it's just not okay to be me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so mad. Right. It's not okay to be me because. Because my dad's going to get mad like all the time. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Mm. And I feel like angry, but I have to like keep it in. Otherwise he's going to get mad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I just don't even want to go there. Like there's so much mm-hmm. rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you go there a little bit with me here with you? <sighs> like I'm really mad at him and I don't want him to know that because I feel like if he knows that he won't love me anymore. Mm-hmm. So dad, I'm really angry at you because try to stay in the anger. It's okay. You're doing great. I'm like, dad. I'm really, dad, I'm really angry at you because I feel like you're not taking me into consideration and you're not being gentle with me and you're, you're not thinking about my feelings and you're being really scary and I don't know why mm-hmm. you're being scary. Mm-hmm. You scare me when? You scare me when you yell all the time and I don't know why, like you're yelling at me and you scare me when I don't even know what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. I'm just doing something to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Just let that emotion come up. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out what I can do to make you feel better. (laughs) And we're going to use a strong swear word just to try to keep the anger up because sometimes it's easier for us to go into sadness and anger, but just see if we can get at the rage. You're doing great. I'll get, I'll help you get to the other side of this. So just stay in it. So fuck you, dad, because fuck, fuck you, dad, because you made, make me, you made me feel so small. You make, you made me feel so small. And mm-hmm. I did everything for you. And mm-hmm. like, he, he killed himself later. Like you still killed yourself and I did everything for you. I gave up my mm-hmm. life for you and you killed yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I sacrificed everything for you. And you're so selfish. <laughs> so selfish you killed yourself like how Mm -hmm. fucking selfish is that Mm -hmm. you never wanted me to be with any man like you wanted me just to be with you and you always told me mom and dad's issues and like really inappropriate stuff about the marriage like fuck Mm -hmm. you you made me feel so bad and confused and like you loved me but it was so confusing Mm -hmm. and in order to get your love I had to in order to get your love, I had to be like really small and make you feel better because you're you were so fragile all the time and you couldn't even take my anger, any ounce of anger. You couldn't even take. Like, I feel like I was hurting you, so I kept it in because I didn't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But I felt like if I kept it in, I wouldn't hurt you, and then maybe you wouldn't like hurt me. And mm-hmm. I'm feeling so angry all the time. I'm not holding in my anger anymore. I'm not holding in my anger anymore. It's. It's ridiculous. It's not fair. And that's not love. You're not loving me. And you don't know how to love me. You've never known who I am. You don't love me. You can't love me if that's not okay with you. That's not okay. Like you would do weird things like snap my underwear until I was like 15 
and like mm. stuff that I would do, he would do as a little, like a little, little kid. And that's like so inappropriate. And I felt like I couldn't say no. Mm. And you're I so just, inappropriate, dad. You're so inappropriate, dad. You're so inappropriate. And I can't even, I feel like I can't even say that to you. And so then I can't tell you anything. And then you're being all depressed and I have to listen to you and you have no friends and I have to just squelch myself. It's not fair. I'm so angry at you. Yeah. And then you leave me anyway. Like yeah. it's not fair. Yep. Good. Take a breath. You're doing great. I just feel like I'm going to hurt you if I'm myself. And it's so unfair to put a kid and me in that position. I feel like yep. I'm in a glass house and I can't even breathe. I'm so angry. Yep. You can't do that to me. Yep. So tell him how it's going to be different now. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to take, take your advice and like, it's the word of God. Like I have to please you. I'm going to listen to myself. If you don't like something, it doesn't mean I don't have to like it. I'm going to wear pretty dresses and what I want to wear, even if that makes you mad that I'm growing up and getting older, I'm going to own my voice. Even if that makes you uncomfortable, I'm going mm. to grow because you weren't okay with me growing. You cried on my 18th birthday because it meant I was growing. I always felt ashamed of growing in like puberty. I felt deep shame that I was doing something wrong, that I was growing. So I'm going to grow and like have a man in my life and explore like things like sexuality, which I felt was never okay to do. I'm going to mm -hmm. become a woman and adult and not need you and not need to stay small so that you feel safe. Yep. Good. How are you feeling in your body right now? <sighs> Good. I feel like part of me, it feels different. Like I feel more charged and awake and part of me feels like I'm making this up as I go, but it do doesn't feel, feel like it to me. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Just stay with me for a second and close your eyes if they're not and just, just stay with this. So now when you think about your sister, has your anger towards her gone up or down? It's weird. Like it's totally gone. Like yeah. I feel maybe a tiny charge, but it's like not yeah. even her. It's like something else, but it's just, it's like I've emptied something. Yeah. So can you see that your sister was the safer person to be angry at, but it really was your dad? Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Like, I never got angry at him ever. And that's like right. weird. I mean, because you had a bit of a codependent mesh relationship with him and it sounded like he kind of spousified you in some ways. It was like yeah. you and him instead yeah. of him and your mom and you and your sister, right? Yeah. So she was the safer person to get mad at. So it's almost like you transferred the anger that was really at your dad onto her. That's so weird. I kind of knew that, but not on this level. It's weird how that happens because I didn't think it was that much anger. I thought there must have been some reason why I was mad at her. But I honestly don't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're directing it at the person you're really angry at, but it never felt safe. But it had to get out. And there are logical reasons why you could think you're angry at her. 
but the person that you're really angry at is your dad, but it wasn't safe to be angry at him. And now that he's dead, there was probably, you know, even guilt over being angry at him. But in this moment, we just did a short little piece today. There's a lot that came up and out and you're noticing that when you think of your sister, the charge isn't as strong. So I think you're definitely onto something here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. And that might've been one of the soul contracts that she agreed to is to kind of take the heat until you could really see that, oh my gosh, it's not my sister. It's my dad. But because I had this weird codependent, felt like he was my lifeline, felt like I had to save him thing. I couldn't be angry at him. Yeah. Like I honestly didn't think I was, I was like, I tricked myself. I'm like, I'm not angry at him. I mm-hmm. never, I, I never rebelled as a teenager. Like they joked, they're like, wow, I guess we lucked out. There's always the good one. She never rebels. And I thought, I just never understood why I was so angry growing up, but like sad people always describe me as like having a sweet sadness about me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just feel like I was so angry. Yeah. And yet, and yet I, I would always cry and we wouldn't know why. And I would make up some reason. And then there would be a joke like, oh, cry again. And I would just cry, but nothing would come out. Like it makes so much sense. Yeah. 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 So yeah, take a nice deep breath. <sighs> wow. I feel much better. Good. Good. And the other thing that I just wanted to point out is that your sister may have the kind of soul essence of being really big, mm-hmm. being a really bright light. And that might not be you. Like yeah. you said, you were more shy. You were more intuitive. You might not want that kind of attention, especially if you're an empath and a highly sensitive person. Like that's no, that's no fun. <laughs> I hate that, but I always wanted to emulate her path of what she chose. And it's like going against myself. And yet it's like an obsession as if I'm not good enough unless I'm that big. Well, I think it's more her path of freedom Yeah. from your father yeah. that you envy. Wow. And when you can get, and you started, you did a big step today, yeah. the more freedom you can get from your father by releasing this anger and eventually getting to forgiveness. And when we forgive, we're not condoning. We're just forgiving the judgments and the misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. But once you can get to that more, I think that the, the forgiveness for sister and that anger will dissipate because you had to put this anger somewhere. You had to put it on someone. And it's, it's like she worked because she wasn't a threat. Mhm. Mhm. I remember being angry at her when she was a baby. Like I don't like I like there was no reason I'd be angry yeah. at her. Yeah. 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 Well, and the other thing that, you know, there are beautiful healers and people out there who can help clear karma and help clear past life stuff. There may be some of that wrapped up in this as well. That yeah. may be an additional level of support. Yeah. But my I think the biggest thing that came out of our session today is dad is where this is really at. Dad is who you have the issue with, not sister so much. Yeah. And when you can get at that anger, 
and fully accept yourself and feel seen because it seems like one of the big reasons you were so angry at dad and are so angry at dad is because he didn't let you be you. Mm -hmm. So once you reclaim yourself from that dynamic, pull yourself out of that enmeshment you had with him, then you're you and it's fine for your sister to be your sister. Yeah. Actually, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Does this help? Oh my God. So much, so much. Like I've seen a lot of people and I have somatic trauma therapy even right now. And this just hit on a deeper level. So thank you. Good. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for willing, be willing to go there and for doing the work and don't be afraid of your rage because that's where so much of your passion comes from too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm, My pleasure. So thank you to Rose for being willing to go there. Thank you for being willing to do the anger work and do the fuck yous and let the emotion come up because that was so pivotal. And as you saw, and or you didn't see it, as you heard in the episode, she's really not that mad at her sister. Sister was just a safer person to be mad at. She has all this rage at her dad and she has a super complicated relationship with dad, way more complicated than sister. It's almost like when we talk about attachment styles, she almost has like a bit of a disorganized attachment style with him. Like he was the source of comfort, but also the source of pain, like just really wanted his love, wanted to be seen. He was the person that she'd go to, to kind of feel like she was on the same team with someone, but at the same time, he wasn't trustworthy. He didn't let her be her. So, 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 so confusing for her. So when we were able to go into the raw emotion, there was so much that came out and it's like, oh, wow, I'm not so angry at my sister anymore because she wasn't the one that she was really angry at. And this can happen. This can happen. We can sometimes choose safer people, like people that, you know, are the more less threat. Like if she actually got her anger out at her dad and let that be known, that would have been a bigger risk for her because of the kind of enmeshed relationship they had. But anger at sister, there wasn't as much of a threat. So that's, she was a bit of the scapegoat. And Rose didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do any of this consciously. And there may be some karmic stuff with sister. And I understand that sister came in and kind of stole the spotlight for a little while, which further reinforced allegiance to dad, right? So so I get that. But the degree of rage she was feeling towards sister didn't really match up with the circumstances, right? And we, whenever our reaction doesn't match up with the circumstances, it means mm, there's something else going on. So by getting at anger with dad and by getting at that rage and eventually getting to forgiveness, I suspect that her relationship with her sister is going to shift too. And when she saw, wait, I don't want to be big like my sister. I want to just be me. And the person that wasn't letting her be her wasn't sister. It was dad. And it's tricky because now dad's dead. He took his own life, which adds a whole nother layer of anger but that getting through her anger will help get to her grief and eventually her forgiveness. So I acknowledge you, Rose. I validate your anger. I I see how tricky and complicated that relationship with dad is. Keep focused on the target. (laughs) Keep focused on the person you're actually mad at. Eventually move through your grief, get to forgiveness, and then 
open up to having a miracle happen in your relationship with your sister. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.